Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Teresa. And we are the, the Hindsight, Hindsight Hikers. Hikers. This is a podcast where we talk about our trips and travels, the highs and lows, and everything in between. We also talk about our coulda, shoulda, woulda moments in hopes to help you hike with hindsight in mind. We like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Park Hats. If shout out. If you or someone you love is in need of a sweet hat, or memorabilia from your favorite national park, go check them out at parkhats.com. Use our code HIKERS for 20% off your order. And free shipping. All right, guys, before we get the episode started, we have to let you in on just a little secret. Me and Teresa are in a band. We're in a band. (laughs) And our band's name is Ben and B. And this week, we became verified artists on Spotify. We released our first single. Woohoo! <laughs> it's called Dreamin'. And it's going to be the first of several. We're going to, we're putting out a whole album. Um, and it's a yearbook of sorts of the last couple years we've had of traveling. So it just takes you on this story, on this journey. There's it's some, a ton of fun. There's national park songs in there. Yeah. You should, if you like. Adventury, good music, good road tripping music. <laughs> Go check us out on Spotify. Ben and B, the single's called Dream. B, this is gonna be a hard one. This is, we gotta give the people what they want, Ben. Uh, I'm not looking forward <laughs> to this episode. <laughs> uh, ben, in his people pleasing type of uh, personality, struggles with having a least favorite list i'm an optimist okay i just liked (laughs) i'm a a cup (laughs) i'm a cup half full kind of guy and i'm a cup half empty (laughs) type of girl there's always something good to find (laughs) oh man so we thought it'd be fun um today we're gonna be talking about our least favorite national parks kind of regretfully we don't want to stir anyone's, push anyone's buttons, but. If we happen to talk about a park that is maybe your personal favorite, I'm so sorry, but. Uh... We thought we'd make it fun. Teresa can kind of shine light on the negatives and I will bring the spirits back up and highlight <laughs> a positive about the park. <laughs> yeah, so obviously we love our national parks. We really do. We bleed green and gray. Green and gray? <laughs> Green and brown? Woods. We bleed woods. <laughs> Rocks. <laughs> um, there is no bad national park. But there have been parks <laughs> but there is. that we have not enjoyed as much as other parks. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. This has a couple different factors that go into it. Um, some might just be by our personal experience. We just didn't have the best experience at that park. Sometimes it might have been uh, weather or time of year that we visited the park. And sometimes it's just accessibility to the park. If we were able to really experience the park in its full being. <laughs> uh, so we're going to jump into it. We have just a couple national parks that we're going to list. Now, are we going to do this in order? Like... 
the ultimate worst park we're gonna do last or something oh no we don't really okay we don't really yeah we're not saying like our you know it's not in any particular order this is just a handful of parks that we did not enjoy going to and we'll explain why which one should we start with ben <laughs> cuyahoga valley oh oh hi oh <laughs> There's a lot of good stuff in Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Add this one to the list. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't... You know, I we're from the Midwest. I love the Midwest. Um, it has a certain type of charm to it. But um, this park was a bit disappointing when we visited. Honestly, the biggest downfall was just the location that it was. Mm-hmm. Where it was located. Yeah, it was uh, pretty close to Cincinnati, so it was kind of in this, like, very populated area. I think there's a couple interstates that go through the park. <laughs> <laughs> just, there'd be this beautiful waterfall and then just, like, a highway running over it. <laughs> there it is. You said something positive about the park. That was That was my biggest positive was... The uh, the biggest waterfall there, I believe, is Brady Wine Falls. Really nice waterfall, a nice little hike down to it. However, there is a road in the background, so it's not as picturesque as other waterfalls that you could visit. It's like if you're going to go out into nature, I don't know, you kind of want to be secluded. You don't want to like hear the sound of traffic while you're looking at <laughs> a waterfall. But also... Another cool aspect of this park is the fact that it is a national park because there, like we read the story there on one of the signs. I'm a big sign reader. <laughs> um, that at one point the river caught on fire. That was how dirty it was. And so it's cool that they're like preserving the area and fixing it up and trying to return it to what it once was. And so I think there's certain national parks that operate in this regard of trying to just save or return an area to what it used to be. Yeah. Which is cool. That's a cool aspect. It is. And it is it is worth it being a national park. That's the point of the national parks is to preserve. So I appreciate it. But... Um, you know, it had nice little nature areas here and there, but there was nothing really awe-inspiring. Nothing that I'd, like, go out of the, my way to see. It also had some really nice <laughs> historical exhibits. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, there was museums there. Real top-notch museums you could see. Uh, Cuyahoga Valley. Still worth a visit. If you're in the area, check it out. All right. The next national park that we're going to be talking about is Capitol Reef. Ooh, I know. That is controversial. Oh, this Honestly, like my parents went and visited all the Utah national parks and Capitol Reef was their favorite. It was their favorite one they visited. You know a couple people who it's their favorite national park. Yes, I have another friend who Just said doesn't do it, for us. it was her favorite and it really made me um, second guess like what happened that day that we visited. <laughs> we must have really messed it up. <laughs> you like blocked it out in your mind. <laughs> yeah. This one was 100% on us and just goes to show 
how a certain day, kind of like what Teresa was saying, a certain day, certain weather, um, different factors that go into your experience. Um, it's not necessarily the park's fault. <laughs> Don't blame the park. <laughs> <laughs> For us, this was our last park on our Utah rampage trying to hit. I don't know what. It's a weird stat of like how many parks in how many days. I think we hit like eight parks in seven days. Yeah, it was too much. It was it was just a mad rush. We were pretty exhausted. Um, this particular day that we were in Capitol Reef, we had gotten in a big fight. No. I honestly, I can't even remember what the fight was about. But I do remember that I was being really pouty about it. And there was a couple hikes that Ben was like, let's go do this hike. And I was, I'm just going to, no, I'm just going to like stay at this start of the trailhead. And yeah, we'd look some stuff up and there's some really cool hikes there. And I wanted to soak them in. Um, I was trying to rack my brain. I think this may be the only time that I've gone on a longer hike without you mm-hmm. on our travels. Um, I did the Hickman National uh, Natural Bridge hike, and it was really cool. Um, I basically ran it because I didn't want to be gone for too long. But it was a lot of really cool features. I do remember right at the start of it, there was a sign that said, like, rocks, be careful because rocks will fall on you in this hike. And we were fighting, so I took a picture by it. Teresa, what do you think? But do you remember what the fight was about? No, not at all. Oh, man. That just goes to show you, don't let fights keep you from hiking. But honestly, I think this is a park that does have the wow factor. It has amazing, like, picturesque scenery views. It had some a really cool, like, valley orchard thing yeah good good homemade pies yeah we, the mormon farm or something yes there was there was like a bakery that we stopped by we ran out of money so we, we couldn't buy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i i wish we could do capital reef over um because we just had a really bad day the day that we visited it so it's no account to the park. It was just our personal experience. But yeah, I don't have fond memories. More hiking, less fighting. Does that rhyme? Nope, doesn't rhyme. <laughs> um, but the other highlight of this area, I'm just bringing the positivity up, oh was where we slept the night before. There's a lot of really good BLM land, um, free campsites, and it's not just like a flat campsite. Um, we slept up on this cool rock feature. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was beautiful. You could like see for miles and miles and and it was free. Yep. Yeah, that was really cool. So thanks, Ben. Capital Reef, man, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, the next park. Let's go over to Biscayne Bay. <laughs> Biscayne Bay. Located in? Florida. USA, um, kind of down in the Miami area. We, uh, I'm going to be honest with you folks. This is one of those parks that we basically just showed up at the visitor center, got our passport out, got a stamp. We took a picture with the sign. 
Yep, did that. Kind of looked out into the bay and then kept on moving. <laughs> 95% of this park is underwater, which means that there's very, very limited spots that you can just drive your car to. Well, which, it, there'd be a percentage. What would the percentage? A 5%. Yeah, there you that go. You can, well, I don't know. Maybe the roadway doesn't even hit that 5%. <laughs> I don't know. But we drove our car into it, and it was just like, you know, a kind of a picnic area. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think it was a weekend. People were barbecuing and cooking out. Yep. So we just drove there. I think we might have eaten lunch or something. And um, You can look out over the bay and see the Miami skyline, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So if we would have, so the problem with this park was just the accessibility. We didn't have a boat. We didn't have like the resource to do real snorkeling. So we just looked at the water from the 5% of the shore that you can stand on. (laughs) So did we really experience it to its fullest? Probably not. Um, The visitor center is nice. (laughs) Yeah, we, that was just. It was just not too accessible to us. Yeah, this is another park where the focus is on conserving um, conserving the water and the reefs that are out there from the pollution of Miami. So it, it once again, it's cool to see the park service saving the land. I wish you could see Ben's like body language right now because he's just all tense. Like He just doesn't like negativity. We need, we need to be more positive in this. I'm not tense. What are you talking about? <laughs> <clears throat> I did like um, in this area of Florida, they have palm tree farms. So of like being from the Midwest, it reminded me a lot of cornfields, except for it was palm trees. Was so yeah. <laughs> Not in the park, but in Florida, <laughs> they have palm trees. Um, all right. The next park we're going to touch on is Pinnacles, which is in Southern California. We, uh, you know, hitting this park, that's a vague term. This is another park that we didn't really get to experience to its fullest. And we accredit that to just the time of year that we were there. It was the middle of summer, so it was very hot and it was very busy. So we drove to the western part of the park. Sorry, no, the eastern part of the park. And we were going to do a hike. We found a parking spot, but we got out and it was like super, super hot. And we had Canyon with us and he was only like six weeks old at the time. So we kind of just made the call like, ah, let's not do it. We went to go try it to find another hike in the park and the parking was all full. And it was, I don't know, maybe 10 a.m. in the morning. This park also had... It has, like you said, two different entrances, two, two different sides. And so in order to access the west side, it would have been like a two-hour roundabout drive to get there. So that wasn't really in our time frame. Um, the other extenuating circumstance was this was the day prior to us um, hiking up Half Dome in Yosemite. And so we just didn't want to get injured on kind of a silly little hike. Um, so that also played into it. Also, 
another negative, I, I don't even know if it, we really should spill these beans, but this was Canyon's first national park. Oh, Ben, we were never going <laughs> to tell anyone that. What if he listens oh, to this and he realizes that Yosemite wasn't his first national park? Oh, we have to tell the truth. <gasps> Sorry, Canyon. Yep, it was. It was Canyon's first national park and it was a bust. It was... We did not, we didn't do anything. We went to the visitor center, we got our stamp, and we took a picture with the sign. Lame, super lame. Super lame. We have to go back, because they have really cool caves and hikes through them. I saw a couple pictures that looked really cool, but then we realized it was on the western side. So the accessibility kind of came... <laughs> kind of came into factor there, like... It just wasn't an easy-to-access park. You couldn't e easily access both parts of it. Um, yeah, in hindsight, it's always 2020. So, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda. But that definitely makes the bottom of our list in experiences we've had. Um, the next park on the list is Petrified Forest, um, which if you know anything about me, I love trees Ben loves trees. <laughs> so I thought this was going to be really cool. I remember fourth grade learning about petrified wood. So I was all pumped to go here. And Teresa, man, this park may be an element of Teresa's attitude. Oh, <laughs> I was excited about it too. No, you weren't. Well, we were, living, we were living in Western Arizona at the time. And so it took us like two and a half hours to get out there. Just to get out there, that's it, right. It wasn't on our way by any means. We had to go two and a half hours out there and, and two and a half hours back. It wasn't through anything cool. It no. wasn't. Just the middle of nowhere. Rocks. Desert. It was just like a boring <laughs> drive. And uh, uh, So it started off great because we showed up. I think the, you know, the National Park opens at eight. Uh, but typically, you can just kind of drive in and get a head start before the rush. Little do we know there's not much rush at this park. <laughs> but anyways, they actually have a gate blocking it off, so you can't get in before the park opens. And we have never experienced that at any other national park before. All national parks that we've been to, it's just kind of come and go. You know, you can go in, in the middle of the night if you need to. But this one had a gate, and so we got there at probably like maybe... 6 30 or 7 a.m and then we just had to wait around for an hour we had a really nice half. breakfast oh my gosh also we understand why there's a gate um the petrified wood a lot of people try to steal it and so they can get a decent amount of money for it and so i think that's why also this this park didn't have much to offer in the form of hikes it was pretty much just a drive-through park um, which we had just been driving for two and a half hours and then sitting in a parking lot for an hour and a half i guess but um <laughs> Yeah, it, it just, I thought it was going to have more of a wow factor. Yeah, which I guess it is a unique factor. Yep. Petrified wood is something that you don't get to see very often. So it was the first time I had ever seen petrified wood. So that was definitely a plus for the park. Another, you know, and oh. it had good reasons to be a national park, you know, preserve <clears throat> the pet petrified wood. Um, but it was just, it fell very flat. I think the cool, I just remembered the coolest part of the park 
there was a tree that had fallen over a river back in the day, and that tree became petrified, and it turned into like an arch sort of thing. Do you remember that? That was cool. Yeah. You're not supposed to walk on it. Yes. Yeah, but they had like put cement under it back in the 60s or something. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Okay, so it's a nice park, just maybe not one of our favorites. Moving on. Moving on. So... That brings us to the last park. The last park that we'll talk about. There's only six parks on this list. It's not bad. <laughs> this was also kind of early on in our traveling days. Um, we went and hit Mesa Verde, which is a park in southern Colorado. And it's kind of focused around um, ancient cliff, cliff dwellings, Native American cliff dwellings. Yeah. Super cool. Super cool. They are really cool. And like, it's crazy. Again, I'm glad that they preserved it. I'm glad it's something that we can look at. I'm glad that we went. But the day that we went, it took like from the park entrance to get back to the cliff dwellings was like a two hour drive. And this was just kind of a park that we were hitting on our way out to Utah. Well, Context, I had worked a night shift, my last night shift as a nurse working at Pueblo. And then you picked me up in the morning and we went. Yeah. So like I was going off of no sleep. Yeah. And we still had like further to go after this park. True. So it was just like, wow, we didn't realize it was going to be a two hour detour just to get there and back. Yeah. And the day that we went... There were no tours running, so you oh, yeah. you are able to take tours like through the pueblos, through the houses and stuff. But uh, either we were there too late in the day, or that day they didn't have tours, so we could look at them from afar. Yeah, and kind of see what was going on, but um. I think it would have been really cool if we could have walked through them, but because of the accessibility, like we weren't able to go through them and it was just a really long drive. Um, It just kind of left a bad taste in our mouth because we ended up driving four hours just to go into this park to look at stuff that was really far away and then leave. And that was pretty much our whole experience at Mesa Verde. We didn't we didn't get to spend a ton of time there and yeah, like we said in the beginning, we love, man, we love national parks, especially the ones that are preserving real things that need to be preserved. That's awesome. We approve of it. We got to check it off our list. We added it to our total count, but we don't always have the best time or the best experiences at all the national parks that we go to. Yeah, that's just, you you said that very well, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of times it can just be assumed of like, man, every time you go somewhere, it's awesome. Oh, that's not true. Not true. So thanks for listening. There is no bad park out there. <laughs> just get out there, explore, and keep, keep on, on hiking. hiking. Such an optimist.